Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about the shift in housing supply during the pandemic and what it means for new builders. Housing starts were up 12% for the year, according to data just published by the research team at Fannie Mae. Multifamily starts are down 13.6% compared with a year ago, but overall, when you compare all housing types, housing was up 5.8%. Now, throughout the year, we had supply chain disruptions, which meant that some items were difficult to source. It was hard to source items, naturally went up in price. Now, lumber is priced as a commodity, and lumber prices trade on commodities markets like many other commodities, including copper, pork bellies, wheat, and energy. Softwood lumber is priced per thousand board feet. The math is pretty easy to work out. If lumber prices are at a thousand dollars per thousand board foot, you're basically paying a dollar a foot. The simple test is how much would an eight foot long stud cost you to purchase? You might expect it to cost between eight to ten dollars, and that's exactly what we're seeing in the market today. We've seen lumber prices fluctuate wildly throughout the year. Prices dropped to two hundred and sixty four dollars per thousand board foot at the end of March and they were up to 367 by the end of May. And once summer hit and we had a succession of hurricanes make landfall all across the country, lumber prices peaked at $970 in mid-September before dropping into the 500s for part of the fall. And then through Q4, prices rose into the 800s and have remained between $850 and $880 for most of January. The impact of these high lumber prices, along with the other supply chain shortages, overall cost of construction has increased somewhere between 10 to 12 percent in less than a year in most regions of the United States. The price increase by itself would have made it difficult to start any new construction. The saving grace has been that the falling inventory has pushed prices up to the point where higher sale prices have made new housing starts viable. If prices hadn't jumped an average of 11 percent across the nation for existing home sales, the market conditions would not support new construction. Fortunately for builders, prices do support the higher cost of construction. But there's also an opportunity. It turns out, for example, that steel framing is less expensive than wood. Steel framing has been commonly used in commercial construction. It has the advantage that it doesn't warp or shrink or swell with humidity. It's also very strong in compression when properly installed with drywall. Now, some might be tempted to switch materials from wood framing to steel in certain applications, but sadly, it's not that simple. Carpenters who frame out of wood are not necessarily experts on how to frame in steel. In addition, your architect would need to design the building to have the proper lineup of materials and their cross-sections. What you might save in materials you could easily lose in labor, complexity, and rework if things are not done properly. But if you're looking to build cost-effective housing, this could be an area to explore with your architectural team. One of the best techniques for managing cost in any project is material substitution. We do this all the time. We've made late-breaking decisions to replace a particular siding, for example, from one manufacturer with a siding from another. We've removed features from some of our buildings. For example, we no longer design our buildings with telephone wiring. In some cases, we've eliminated a coax TV cable from the buildings completely in favor of Ethernet wire. In other cases, we've removed natural gas from the buildings altogether. If apartments don't need gas for the heating system, and then it's only being used for cooking gas. Frankly, I love cooking with gas and would prefer to have gas in the kitchen over an electric stove, but people will certainly accept an electric stove in a rental apartment. Eliminating the entire natural gas infrastructure saves a ton of money in a project. 
Now, I wouldn't recommend doing this in a single-family home, but for an apartment complex, it can be a good decision, especially if the apartments are under 1,200 square feet in size. Now, unless you've been able to secure your materials or your subcontractors are willing to reconfirm and guarantee pricing, you might face a situation where a subcontractor walks off the job and refuses to honor their contract. You could sue them, try and force them to honor their commitment, but at the end of the day, you've got a project to complete and a lawsuit won't get your building finished on time and on budget. So 2021 is turning out to be a year of value engineering, where the owner, the architect, and the general contractor need to get creative about adapting to material shortages, price jumps, and optimizing your negotiations with your subcontractors. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. Talk to you again tomorrow.